want a brand new whip, all black, gotta be new body, wanna get my teeth done and get a new body. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Y'all are tuned into another episode of Let's Be Real, where things are unorthodox, unique, and unfiltered. Y'all, I have been trying to record an episode for the longest. I actually, uh, we actually recorded an episode last week and it cut out at about 45 minutes and I wanted to like cry, like everything just froze. So I'm back, I'm back and I'm better as Bryson Tiller would say. Um, today is a very special day for me. Today is March 2nd and March 2nd, 2020 changed my life. It is, um... It's my one year surgery from when I had weight loss surgery. And y'all know me, I'm a very emotional type of person, but I'm gonna try not to cry. I'm gonna try to get through it without getting a little choked up or whatever. I actually, I don't normally do this, but I actually have a little thing to keep me focused. Cause y'all know me, I'll get on here and I'll start rambling and y'all be like, after an hour, like, what did she say? Like, what are you talking about, sis? Um, so I'm going to try to stay focused. Um, I had to take, I haven't done an episode in about, like, I think January. Um, I don't know why I didn't. I feel like I did fall into a little funk for a few days. Like, oh my gosh, I'm still unemployed. What am I going to do? But you know, the Lord works in mysterious ways. So I'm still here. Ain't Mr. Bill. Ain't Mr. Mill. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'll drink to that. <laughs> Ooh, child. But anyway, let's just jump right into it. Um, the weight loss surgery I had is called a vertical sleeve gastrectomy, also known as VSG. And for that type of procedure, they take your stomach and they basically remove it they remove enough of it to where I think my stomach now is like the size of a banana and what that does um of course it restricts how much I can eat and it also removed a large portion of the hormone that causes hunger so I'm I'm really I don't feel when I'm hungry so but I'm gonna get into that later on um the first thing I want to talk about is my struggle with weight loss. Um, I struggle with weight loss. I probably noticed I was a little, <laughs> I was a little bit more solid than the other girls in my class when I was about um, maybe fifth or sixth grade. Which y'all know what school I went to. I went to, um, I went to an all white school, so I didn't see anybody really with a body like mine or somebody that was built like me. Um, surprisingly that I, I don't have any, like, I never had any, um, issues as far as like body issues or, you know, I didn't suffer with an eating disorder. Like I never, I never felt like they like the psychological aspect of my struggle with weight did not, um, include any of that. And for that, I'm very thankful, but I knew I was built different. <laughs> I've been built different my whole life. So, um. I knew that I knew that back then, and I feel in my mind how I accepted my struggle with weight loss. Like everybody got a struggle, you know. Everybody got something that they are dealing with, whether it's something internal or external. Weight loss is mine, 
So I've embraced that. Um, I know I'll struggle with my weight for the rest of my life, regardless of how much weight I lose. It's always, you know, it's always going to play a part of my life. And I've accepted that. I accepted that many, 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 many moons ago. Um, so that's that. Um, how I found a doctor, a couple of the ladies I worked with when I was at DHR, they've had weight loss surgery. So I basically just talked to them. I talked to other people I knew who had this, the procedure done. And I basically did my own research. I, I had narrowed it down to two doctors. One is in Huntsville and one was in Decatur. And I chose the one in Huntsville. I went to um, I went to a seminar That's because that's the first step. And like literally leaving that seminar and like I was on the phone with my mama like, okay, this is definitely a go. I feel very comfortable doing this. Um, so once I did that, once I did the seminar, you know, in my mind, I was like, let's get this thing rolling. Like, let's get this ball going. Um, now I did not like, I told a handful of people. I told my parents, of course. And I also told my close group of friends. I told a few church members, definitely my pastor, um, my coworkers knew, of course, because they were going to be handling all of my cases while I was out on leave. Um, and outside of them, like out of everybody I just named, like I probably told maybe three people. I didn't want a lot of people to know because I had a few people like try to talk me out of it. But me being the type of person I am, once my mind's <laughs> once my mind is made up, it's made up. It it wasn't anything anybody could say that could, you know, stop me from getting this thing going. Um, and the people that, <laughs> the people that were trying to talk me out of it, they really never struggled with their weight. So I, the whole time they were like giving me the spiel on why I shouldn't have it done. I was like, but you don't struggle with weight loss. So I appreciate your opinion. I appreciate, you know, your, your care for me. Um, cause they, apparently they thought it was like this real dangerous procedure. Like weight loss surgeries have definitely, um, definitely changed. Like nobody's like, like the mortality rate for this surgery is very, very, very low. So, and then once, once my parents were on board, cause my parents were like, you know, we're going to support you 100%, whatever makes you happy. Once I heard that, what anybody else had to say, I did not care. Like literally people would be like, oh, we can start going to the gym. We can work out. Da, da, da. You're not hearing me. I've been in the gym. I've been in the gym heavy. Losing weight isn't the issue. My issue was always keeping the weight off. Like y'all are not. Anyway, I say that to say I didn't let what anybody said deter me because I was focused and I wanted to get it done. So if you're thinking about having a procedure, I would say be very cautious. Um, about who you tell because everybody don't want to see you happy. You know, it is like people will say, oh, you look good now. Never said I didn't look good. <laughs> Never said I didn't look good. I, the goal for me was to be healthy and to get to a size where I felt comfortable, like the most comfortable I could possibly feel in my body. Okay. Um, insurance requirements. When I had the procedure done, I was a state employee. 
state employees have good insurance. If we don't have nothing else, we're going to have good insurance and we're going to have these so-called, like these made up holidays <laughs> to get time off. Um, so my insurance was very good. Actually, from a lot of insurance companies, you have to do like a six month to a year. Um, it's like a hold. I didn't. From the time I made the decision to have it, I went to the seminar. I can tell you, okay, I made the decision to have surgery about that Thursday. That Friday I found, I picked the doctor. I registered for the seminar. The seminar was actually that next Tuesday. That next Tuesday, like it was probably... Maybe three weeks after that, I was laying, I was laying on the uh, the table, the operating table. So I had a very quick process, um, which a lot of people don't. So I was very grateful for that. And also, I really, I really slid in before they started cutting um, a lot of um, surgeries and outpatient procedures like off. So I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful for that. I had surgery on Monday, and I want to say that Thursday, um, I saw people posting in the Facebook group that they were canceling their surgery. So I'm very grateful to have slid in when I did. For my insurance, the only thing I had to do, I had to prove, which this is, yeah, <laughs> I laughed when I heard it because I was like, that's it. I Basically, I had to prove that I had been um, overweight, obese for the past three years. So I literally, I went to, after I left that appointment, I went to my, the lady that I've been going to see since I was about 15. And she was like, do you want all your records? I said, no, ma'am, just the last three, because all the records will show that I've been this weight. Um, so my insurance, my insurance requirements were real smooth. I didn't have, I know people that have had, had issues with their insurance this was probably the easiest part of my process. Um, Pre-op diet. Oh, I don't even know how I did it, y'all. So basically, I was on a pre-op diet for two weeks prior to surgery. And the diet consisted of, I could have, um, I would have to drink two protein shakes a day. And then for dinner, I could have a low-carb meal. So, and then in between the protein shakes, I was eating sugar-free Jello. I had made some chicken broth, but I'm not the chicken broth type of person. It's just, you know, I'm a chicken fanatic. So the broth don't really, the broth don't do nothing to me, nothing for me. So sugar-free Jello, sugar-free popsicles. Um, I made it work. By the grace of God, I made it through. And basically your pre-op diet, that's really how you're going to be eating for a long time post-surgery. So I see people struggling, um, struggling trying to get off the pre-op diet, but it, if, if you can't, if you can't make it past the pre-op diet, I really don't think you're ready for this surgery. Um, and I'm going to get into more of that later on. Um, the day of surgery, my surgery took place in Huntsville. And so my sur I had to be there at 730. So me and my mom. We left Florence about, well, Muscle Shows about, um, about 5, 5.30, I can't remember. Got to the hospital, signed in. They gave me my room. I went in, I put the gown on, 
And the anesthesiologist came in and he was like, you ready? And my mama was looking like, uh, no, she's not. Cause really this is this was my first, like I've had like dental work done, but this was like my big, like major, oh, you finna get knocked out type surgery. So I was, I really was freaking out. I think I held it together pretty good. My mom may say otherwise, but, um, so my mama was like, hey, give her something to calm her down. And so I don't, I don't even, re- I, I did not realize he was doing it, but they came back in, they put something in my IV and I was just like real chill. It didn't knock me out, but it was like, I was just floating. And then, cause I remember, I remember my mama, my pastor called and he prayed, my aunt called and then my mama prayed. And next thing I know, she's kissing me on my cheek, they rolling me out, I remember getting rolled out, rolling down the hallway, I remember sliding off um, the bed onto the operating table, I, it was a lot of people in the room, and I remember we all was like, we was cracking jokes about something, I guess I was, I, I had transformed into a comedian off of whatever my doctor, the anesthesiologist had put in my IV, and next thing I know, they laid me back, They put um, the oxygen thing or whatever over my face. And he was like, count backwards from 10 in your head. So I'm like, 10, 9, 8, about 8. Like, my ear, I can't hear nothing. Everything is muffled. (laughs) And by the time I got to 5, it's like slowly everything just kind of blacked out. And I, I was gone. Like, I was knocked out. So next thing I know, I am waking up in recovery screaming. Like I was like, oh my God, this hurts. And I remember the nurse, the nurse that was by my bed, I was like, hey, I need some ice. (laughs) So she was like, I'm not supposed to give you this. And I started crying and she came back. She gave me like three little, three little three little chunks of ice, like the sonic ice, like three little chunks. And that was like the best thing ever. So after I was in recovery for a little bit, in and out, I was dozing. I remember going to my room. My mom was there. Then like after surgery, they make you walk like laps. And when I say laps, y'all can ask Jonathan because Jonathan came. He came and visited uh, me that evening. It wasn't a little lap, like, and it's not like your basic, your average hospital floor. It's like too hot. It was like a football field, it felt like. So between doing my laps, um, I'm just trying to stay awake. I was in and out for a lot of the day. They came and they gave me a popsicle. Literally, I took like one little, <laughs> one little lick of that and I'm throwing up. And so after that... They brought me some nausea meds. They put some nausea medication in my IV. I do remember that. And uh, I, they for some reason, they missed my evening dosage of pain meds. So by that time, my mom is hot because y'all know I'm her baby. She loves me. Hey, mom. And she's like, oh, my gosh, my daughter's in pain. Where's her pain meds? So here comes the nurse bebopping in my room with a little shot cup of liquid pain meds. And my mama was like, she just threw up a popsicle. And she's like, oh, she'll be okay. When I say I threw that shot back, as soon as it hit my the top of my stomach, it came right back up. And my mom was looking like, okay, what's, what's next? What y'all going to do? And so 
um, the nurse was like, well, we can't, we can't give her no more payments like that. And then I was like, well, y'all didn't put something in my IV. So they put some strong pain meds in my IV and it, it kind of knocked me out a little bit. So I was good. The hardest thing about, um, post-surgery, like recovery that night, just getting up and walking. Cause my doctor was like, cause every, if, every time we would pass the nurse's station, we would have to do like a tally mark to show how many laps we took. And so they wanted me to do 25. And then the nurse was like, oh, if you don't do 25, he probably not going to let you leave. I was like, whatever. As soon as he come in here and look at me, I'm at the door. I do remember that. Um, I think ultimately, I think I did about like 18 laps. And then I was just like, I'm, I'm chilling for the rest of the night. I'm asleep. Um, but I think I had a good experience for me not to ever have no type of like procedure like that done. I think I did very well. Um, recovery, recovery, I, it had its ups and downs. Like, like I said, I am a big baby. I don't do well with pain. Um, so after surgery, I stayed overnight. We left that next morning. Coming back was rough. It's, I felt like little, every bump from Huntsville through Decatur all the way to my parents' house. I did, I did not come back to my apartment, um, post-surgery. I went to my parents' house for a little bit, and I really forgot that I had an apartment. <laughs> um, I stayed, I was at my parents' house for a long time. I like being taken care of. I'm sure none of y'all are surprised. <laughs> um, but recovery was crazy for me. Like, I was not eating enough, and I was not drinking enough water, and that scared me because I'm like, I'm the biggest water fanatic you'll ever meet. Like, I, I love water more than I love wine, and that's saying something. Um, But ultimately, recovery, and then one time, when it was time for me to go back to work, because I did, I took time off work. I was originally supposed to be off six weeks. So one day, I caught myself trying to go back to work. I get to that office. I got to the office to get my tablet and get some stuff to work from home, because by that time, COVID had hit hard. Everything was shut down. So we had transition working from home. I get to that office. I get home. Like, I street, I like black out. And so my mom was like, you need to call the doctor because you're not ready to go back to work. And I was like, yeah, you're probably right. Because I, I tried to fight it. But it just wasn't time for me to go back to work. So after that, I did get, like, I want to say maybe two and a half more weeks off of work, which some people, um, they have surgery. They're back to work in two weeks. Not me. I, I don't do well with pain. I was having like these real, real bad dizzy spells. I remember one time I tried to scramble an egg and like after standing up for like a minute and a half, like my mom was like, go sit down. Like it was rough. But it, I, all that, all it did was just make me stronger for <laughs> my next surgery. <laughs> um, I will say it was a hard transition doing all of this when COVID had hit. Um, I couldn't go to the grocery store. My my mom did a lot of my grocery shopping post-surgery because I didn't want to be exposed to whatever COVID was at that time because at that time we didn't know what was going on. Um, I couldn't, when I was finally cleared to go to the gym, couldn't go, gym was closed. Um, it, it just took a lot of transitioning. It was a lot of change, but, and it, going through all of that while COVID hit, it really just made me, except change because it before that I did not like change at all I it was just bad um but all it did is make me stronger 
where I am now. I'm not going to share. I'm not going to share my stats until I hit my final weight loss goal. Um, I think I've, I have a love-hate relationship with the scale. Um, last time I weighed myself, I think I was down about 87 pounds. I've been stalled for a long time. I'm not eating enough, but when I try to eat enough, I... I get sick, so I'm real. I'm having a hard time with that still, even a year out. Um, I have about 25 more pounds before I hit my last goal. I'm hoping I make it. I'm a little more focused. Like, um, I definitely got to give up. I got to go back to no alcohol, no carbs. I, and I can do that because from the time I had surgery up until my birthday, I didn't have any any sugar, any carbs, for real, um, no alcohol. My birthday was the first time I took a sip of alcohol from March. So if I did it then, I can do it again. Um, I may have to do like a little turn up or whatever before I get back focused. But as I'm at this year mark, I do have another goal to hit. So it's not over. And I know me being a year out, I'm gonna have to work a little bit harder, but I can do that. Um, I had some questions from Facebook that I wanna answer. Um, the first question is, I think I'm, I think I'm gonna do about, um, I think I'm gonna do, ooh, I'll do about five of these. Um, the first question was, how much was surgery? Um, due to my insurance not having like that holding period, I did have to pay a little portion out of pocket. Um, so the, my portion for surgery was about 1400 and like the pre-op appointments and all of that, I probably paid about 600 out of pocket. Like all of that was out of my pocket, which when you look at how much the surgery really is, is that's not even a drop in the bucket. So I had no problem with that at all. Um, who was my doctor? My doctor was Dr. Ravendra Malapar. He is in Huntsville with Madison Surgical Associates. And it was a smooth experience from beginning even until now. Um, oh, back to the question about how much was surgery. They did. They slid in um, a little fee for the anesthesiologist, which I was expecting. So that was probably like... 395 400 something like that but you can pay you don't have to pay all of that in once now my money for the surgery definitely had to pay that i had to um, bring cash and i paid that at my next to last appointment um no payment plan for that um but yeah dr malapar is my doctor a lot of people from the show's area um have used him i had no no issues whatsoever. Very, I will. He's highly recommended, and I highly recommend him. Um, dating life. Huh, big sigh on this. Let me take a sip of wine before I dive into this because, child. Okay, my dating life. My dating life has not changed because I will not allow it to change. When I had surgery, I had a conversation with my mom. I had a conversation with myself. Like, if these dudes wasn't checking for you, like, pre-surgery, like, 
nothing's going to change. Yeah, your body done changed. Yeah, you got a new body, but personality-wise, definitely very much so still the same. And I even asked, I asked like two dudes that, you know, been rocking with since who knows when, pre-surge. Um, I was like, have I changed? They were like, no, not at all. Like, I'm still the same, Leslie. Nothing has changed. So the fact that guys, like, yeah, I've lost, you know, I'm almost at the 100-pound mark of, you know, weight loss. Now you want to express, oh, I've been feeling you. I've been having my eyes on you. Get out of here, please. Like, I leave them on red. So my dating life has not changed because I will not allow it. Now, um, am I getting more, like, attention or whatever? Honestly, truthfully, I say this in my most humble voice, like, pulling niggas ain't been no thing at all. So I, I don't I don't see a change in that. Now the type of guys, I, I feel like it's it's a it's a more it's a wider array of men because pre surgery, like I was pulling a lot of guys that, you know, they mainly like big girls and I've had a few of them like tell me like, Oh, you losing too much weight. Let's go eat. No, I'm not here for that. Now you're getting cut off. You know, I've cut off so many people. Like it's, it's ridiculous. Like a dude left me a box of honey buns in my apartment. Why? Why would you? I I literally had weight loss surgery. Why would you bring me a box of honey buns? One honey bun? Cool. You bring me a box of honey buns? I feel like you try to trigger me. You know what I mean? I. Threw, threw the whole box away. It hurt. Oh my gosh, it hurt. Cause y'all know I love I love a good honey bun. Um, but it's what you make it. If sis, if you want to entertain dudes who would throw you to the side if you gain half your weight back, that's on you. It. I'm not here for it. And I, I feel like I made myself very clear on that. Um, my biggest regret, my biggest regret is that I did not do this sooner. When all of y'all were having surgery and did not tell nobody, I, why y'all ain't tell me what the, the move was? Because I sure, I sure I would have got this done in 2015, 2016, period. So I'm still mad at y'all for not, not sharing the pot of gold with me, but that is ultimately my biggest regret. Like this is top five. Mm. This may even be top three best decisions, one of the best decisions I've ever made. It Definitely top five, if not top three. I would do it again in a heartbeat. Go through all of that, me being sick post-surgery, me crying in pain, chugging my pain meds because I'm in that much pain. i definitely do that again because I'm, I'm pleased with my results. Am I done yet? No, but I'm definitely... Um, I'm definitely, you know, pleased with where I am right now in comparison to where I was a year ago. Um, hardest part about having surgery, outside of like the physical issues, um, nobody told me really. Well, I did. In one of the appointments you got to do before surgery, you have to go. I had to go to. Um, this all-day seminar at Huntsville Hospital, and the psychiatrist did come in and was telling us about the psychological aspects about it. And I was like, "Oh, I'm a social worker. I, I know, I know all about this. This ain't gonna work." Psh. 
when I tell you body dysmorphia is real and I'm glad that I have like a mild case of it like it's not something that happens every day some people can't look themselves in the mirror naked I don't have that issue but um some days I wake up I'm like have I lost any weight like I, I feel a little heavy have I like I'm questioning if I've lost you know almost 90 pounds you know I see myself putting on pants that are, you know, five sizes down from what I was a year ago, and I'm still questioning if I've lost weight. The psychological aspects of it can make or break you. Um, definitely after surgery, you, you're definitely going to go through a period where you're like, what did I just do? Why did I do this? I know for me, <laughs> my friends are going to hate me for telling this, but I'm going to tell it like, a week after surgery, they were like, hey, we're going to Sam's. Do you want to go? And I get they wanted me to feel a part of the group. Keep in mind, I'm still in recovery post-stop. You know, Sam's is my favorite restaurant. I get it. I get what they were trying to do. But in that moment, I was like, why would they ask me to go eat? I can't eat. Why do we have, why does the focal point of us getting together have to be at a restaurant? And it's really just breaking those bad habits. Not saying it's bad, but like, hey, you want to come see me? You know, we can go kick it. You know what I mean? We can come, y'all come over here. We can go to my apartment, you know, whatever. Um, And during that time, I would say the first month, I was like, what did I just do? I remember crying one night. Yes, I was I was very gone, very gone off my pain meds, but I was like crying, like asking God, why did I have to struggle with weight? Why couldn't I be normal? Da da da. Looking back, it was silly, but that's really how I felt in the moment. Um, nobody told me. I didn't think I will. Somebody did tell me. I need to stop saying that. I didn't think the psychological aspects would hit that hard. Um, post surgery, now, like, like I said, now I it's just days I'm like, did I lose weight? And then I look, I got pictures, um, me at my highest weight, and I compared. I'm doing a pick stitch of a picture I took earlier today, that day, and I'm like, okay, I see it. Come back down, cause when, baby, once you get in your head, it's a wrap. It is a wrap. Um. And just looking back a year, a year ago, y'all, I was just miserable. I was unhappy with my weight. Job was stressing me out. Love life was just, I was just miserable. And I, I hate to blame it. I And I always said, like, if I quit my job, I'd lose 50 pounds right now. Cause that environment, it was just, if you're in a, if you're in an unhealthy environment for most of your day, and the work does not, like, I've never worked a job where once I leave, that's it. It's constant. It it may, it would cause me, like, oh, I had a bad day. Let me go to Yummies, get some cupcakes. Oh, I had a bad day. I don't feel like cooking. Let me go. I'm swing by Popeye's. Let me swing by Domino's. I was just miserable. So I always say this surgery, it's, it, it was more than weight loss for me. This having surgery was like, you can do what you want to do. You can do what makes you happy. You can make the decision to put yourself first for once. And that's what I did. And I would do it again in a heartbeat. But it's just, it, it really makes me want to cry just thinking, like, y'all don't know, like, 
I'll say from like uh maybe like November, December of twenty nineteen to when I had the surgery, I was miserable. Like I would just cry. I was oh, it was horrible. That was a, 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 a real dark time of my life and I'm so glad it's in the past. And um, I'm just happy. Y'all, I can't even, I'm just happy. I'm happy with my life. Yes, I'm in between jobs right now. <laughs> I can't even believe I'm comfortable admitting it as I am, but I'm just happy. Even because like I said, the Lord gonna make a way regardless. And I'm I'm really just blessed. I'm overjoyed sometimes. Like yeah, I'm a I'm a happy crier, I'm a sad crier, I'm an angry crier, like ugh. I just get so overwhelmed. Like, look how far I've come. And so if if you ever felt like how I was feeling in that dark time of my life, if this is the change you need to make to make yourself happy, go for it. People going to talk about you regardless. They're going to be like, she done got so big. Look at her. You know what I mean? Or like, ooh, she done, you done lost too much weight. You need to go eat. You know what I mean? So they they going to talk regardless. So. I've in in this year I've learned to do what I want to do. Nobody else's opinion matter. They're not paying your bills, they're not buying your clothes, they're not buying your food. Who cares? And a lot of people, let me take a sip before I I say this. Mm. A lot of people that got the most to say about people having surgery wish they could have had it. Period. Wish they had the money for it. Wish they had the insurance for it. So and I will say, I've seen some shade thrown on Facebook. Um, oh, I lost weight without having surgery. Good for you. Good for you. I'm ha- I'm real life happy for you. Like, it's no need to throw shade. Because them same people that were, were making posts about that were in my inbox. Like, oh, girl, you look so good. I'm so happy for you. But, yeah, you, you slick throwing shade. And I see it. I see it. And I'm going to like the post before you delete it to let you know I saw it. But that's a whole different story. But that's a whole different story, period. But um, I was going to say something else. I just cannot remember. I can't remember. But like I said, if y'all got any questions about anything, my inbox is always open. Um, And like I said, if, if my story can help somebody, I'm all for sharing. I'm not one of those people like, ooh, I had surgery. I ain't going to tell nobody. Which if... If that's what they choose to do, that's their business. But that's just not me. Because somebody helped me and I'm here to help somebody else. Uh, this was such a motivational episode. I, I'm going to be like Brittany and be a motivational speaker. But FYI, the ratchet shenanigans and all the unorthodoxness, uniqueness, and unfilteredness will definitely get back to your regularly scheduled program. So just stay tuned. All right. Bye.